Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm Samantha Oldsfry, the CEO of the Illinois Association of Medicaid Health Plans, also known as IMHIP. In this podcast, we focus on all things surrounding the Illinois Medicaid Managed Care Program. Welcome to the Sam Says Podcast. I'm the Sam and Sam Says, and today I'm thrilled to welcome back two of our awesome team members, Trisha Rodriguez, Director of Public Policy and Government Affairs, and Judith Ruiz Branch, Director of External Affairs, to reflect upon the great year that we've had, all of the hard work we've done, and how we're going to continue to help Medicaid members and strengthen the program in the new year. Trisha and Judith, welcome, my friends. Thank you so much for having us on again. Um, What a busy year it's been, but I'm really grateful uh, that I get to work with such a passionate team. Yeah, thank you for pulling me from the background, Sam. (laughs) Yes, for our listeners who don't know, Judith is on every single podcast. She's with us at all times. She is our magician behind the curtain that makes us sound good, that keeps us on track, that makes sure I don't get too chatty. So welcome to the forefront. We are so glad to have you. Thank you. (laughs) And... Oh my goodness. I think Trisha, you hit the nail on the head. It's been a busy year. And I sometimes forget about everything we've done in 2022, because I can only think like, what have we done in the past month? Like, how did we get to this point? Because the Medicaid program, especially here in Illinois, has really been, you know, on a, in a whirlwind in terms of accomplishing great things. And we as a society have, you know, sort of gotten back to a new normal. So let's sort of unpack all of that. And what are some of the notable things that you guys think of when you think of 2022 in the Medicaid space? And why don't we start with you, Trisha? There are a few things that immediately come to mind. I think one of the most um, notable things for me, given my role, was our legislative work on maternal and behavioral health. Um, I know we talked about this previously on one of our podcast episodes, but we doubled the rates for prenatal and postpartum visits, which is not an insignificant thing. Uh, And I think it'll go a really long way in improving access Um, And also really promoting sort of a continuum of care uh, for pregnant people who are on Medicaid. Uh, And another part of that work that I'm really excited about um, is uh, for the state to add Medicaid coverage for peer recovery supports um, for individuals who are um, uh, suffering from a substance use disorder. I think that extra support, uh, especially from somebody with lived experience, is going to do a lot, um, not only to help Medicaid members like sort of navigate the healthcare system, um, but also to make sure they sort of get that emotional support that they need to actually complete their treatment journey. Absolutely. I mean, Medicaid is the largest payer for substance use disorder treatment and mental health treatment in the state. And so to strengthen the Medicaid program is to strengthen the substance use disorder treatment and mental health treatment uh, continuum in our state. It helps all of us. And then, of course, we all know that 50% of births are supported by the Medicaid program. And so doubling the reimbursement rate, like let's say that, I don't know, a million more times is huge for pregnant people across our state. And we are, again, 
strengthening that healthcare infrastructure, not just for Medicaid moms, which is critical. We want to support those Medicaid moms and make sure they have a strong safety net, but it's going to help the providers that we all use, whether or not we're supported by the Medicaid program. And so those are really transformational changes that we were able to do because we had Trisha on staff and she was really able to help navigate all of that. And Judith, you've been busy too. What, when you reflect back on the year, what comes top of mind? What are you most proud of? I think for me, it might sound a little unusual, but really resuming the annual conference um, was really significant for me. I didn't think that it would have that much of an impact. Um, but I think I was kind of reflecting on like why it was so so like important and when when I think about like what we've been through in, in this past year. And I think it's because we all have like over the past few years, we really adapted to the virtual world, right? And when we talk about healthcare, even like implementing more telehealth um, policy and practices. Um, and we kind of are just going through the motion. We're, we're very adaptable, right? But we're kind of doing it like unconsciously now. And so for us to kind of break that and be able to assemble in person again, especially in a room with like like-minded individuals, we're reminded of our mission and the work that we're doing every day. And, you know, from legislatures, providers, industry partners, and of course our, our managed care um, plans, it's just, I think it was really the word that comes to mind is invigorating. And it, and it reignited kind of that, that sense of camaraderie, that mission that we all have the why of our work, right? Because sometimes, you know, you have that, we all have that thing that makes us jump out of the bed and, you know, in the morning. And sometimes it can be challenging when you're jumping out of bed and then you're just going to another room to your computer, right? But this was a chance for us to really remember the importance, I think, of, of coming together and how important that is to the work that we do, right? And what that represents to the work that we do to continue to improve um, the Medicaid program here, here in Illinois and improve outcomes for our members. So for me, I think that was really, really significant. And it's top of mind because it was it just happened in November. You took mine too. I was that was mine. I think the idea, you know, it almost felt like we had sort of turned, we, we turned the current corner, right? Like as a society, as a community, we, um, you know, we're, we're now in an endemic, not the pandemic. And, and, you know, we're just really trying to, um, find ways to get back to a new normal. And, you know, it, it's easy to forget to your point, we've adapted so much to this virtual space, but the power of convening in person, the amount of, you know, collaboration that I was able to do in those, you know, three days and, you know, the amount of people that we were able to connect to one another, problems we were able to solve. It was really probably a few months worth of work virtually that we could do in three days to say nothing of the amazing content. I mean, our speakers were phenomenal. Um, that was mine. Uh, it was just to be back in person, but to see the power of our network here at IMHIP and the wonderful, you know, our trusted partners, the health plans, the Department of Healthcare and Family Services, and the way that all of these organizations continue to move 
to strengthen the program, to better serve Medicaid members. I mean, to your point, Judith, you said it was, you know, like-minded folks. We all come about the um, problem solving differently. And we all have a very diverse um, background and walks of life and even expertise, whether it be clinical or financial or operational or policy. But the focus is on who we're there to serve. And everyone there was just so passionate and they believed in it and they were excited to be there. And it was just an incredibly, I love your word, invigorating experience. Yeah. They talk about the importance of those water cooler, you know, conversations and moments when you, you know, work in actually in-person settings. And I think that was like times a thousand, right. When we were yes. able to do it over three days. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we've already sort of started on this, Trisha. And, you know, what have we done over the course of the year to continue to improve the lives of Medicaid members? Because I think as you've heard through our sort of chat so far, like, that's why the three of us are here. Like working at IMHIP, not only is it a ton of fun, I'd like to say, but it's, it's a lot of work. And you don't end up uh, doing this work if you don't believe strongly in the mission um, because th there's easier work out there. Illinois Medicaid is not for the faint of heart. Um, and so we're all here because we believe so deeply in helping our neighbors. That's our job. That's our mission. Um, and we want to help our neighbors by making sure they have access to high quality health care. And so we've spent the past year with our partners, our trusted partners, our health plans, the state of Illinois, strengthening the program for them. And so, you know, let, let's start with you again, Tricia. You already talked about um, strengthening the behavioral health program. You've already talked about uh, maternal health care. What are some other things that we that you've done and, and that you're excited that IMHIP has done uh, regarding, you know, strengthening the program for people? Um, I think one thing in addition to our legislation that's been huge for me this year um, is developing more Medicaid member-facing materials um, that really help the people that the plans are actually serving understand their benefits. Um, in the past, we've developed a lot of resources for providers, which is, of course, um, also really important, but I'm excited to sort of be in this new lane of, of sharing resources for members because I don't think, um, and this goes for, you know, Medicaid members and providers alike, there's not always an understanding of just how comprehensive the Medicaid program in Illinois is, um, and also, you know, how to access those benefits. And so um, this has just been really exciting work to you know, develop communications for the people that uh, we're actually serving. And FEMA Chicago has been an excellent partner. Uh, we worked on a transportation toolkit together for members, and we're also uh, working on a maternal health toolkit that will be available soon. Um, and a part of that that's also really exciting is that we're beginning to translate some of those materials into other languages, um, which just makes it all the more accessible. I was hoping that's what you would say was your item because it's mine. I mean, we don't, in the Illinois Medicaid program, um, they, there's an opportunity of making sure we're communi 
clearly, communicating clearly and in an accessible fashion for Medicaid members. I think the plans do a really good job of that for their individual communication, but for things as a whole, you know, for things that are program wide, there's a real opportunity there. And I think that IMHIP has tried to, to sort of take advantage of that and, and fill that gap, if you will, both with the Medicaid brochure um, explaining the comprehensive nature of the Medicaid program, this transportation toolkit, and then our forthcoming maternal toolkit that we've all developed with FEMER, a wonderful partner. And I know that we have more coming. Like we see this need um, and, and we have every intention of meeting it. What about you, Judith? What, have, what, have, what are things that sort of stand out for you in this area? Yeah, I kind of wanted to piggyback off of um, what Tricia said. Um, but really kind of highlight it's not it's not necessarily just for this past year, but really the care coordination piece for me, that's so important. Um, and I say peace, but it really is a huge part of managed care, um, the Medicaid program here in Illinois. And I don't think it's talked about enough. And so from a communication standpoint, I think it's just so important to keep reiterating and highlighting it, and then just being able to rub elbows with these care coordinators in any shape or fashion or form, to me, inspires me. And again, goes back to what I said about the annual conference of just helping me to refocus and um, just keep that why in mind, um, because they are so passionate. They're so, so passionate and no pun intended, but the care the care that they show to Medicaid members um, through the work that they do, their connectors, their conveners, you know, they, they are the middlemen that are literally helping members to navigate, you know, to providers, to community organizations, resources, support. Um, you just don't, you don't get that normally, right? Like even in, in regular, you know, coverage and, you know, commercial coverage. So it's just, it's so great to be able to say that we have that here and under the program in Illinois. And it's so important to keep highlighting it because the people that are behind the scenes that are doing this work every day are so very passionate. And whenever I get to talk to them um, about, you know, their experience with members, it's just always, it points me back. It directs me back to the mission of improving the Medicaid program here in Illinois. And they are changing lives for members. And I think that it's so important to remember that they're not just affecting the individual member's life, but the life of their family, the life of their immediate circle, because it's a ripple effect, right? And so instead of compartmentalizing care, you know, from a clinical standpoint, they're looking at it from a more holistic, like well-being perspective. And that is so important. And that is what is I think one of the strongest components about our program in this state. And so that is really, really something that um, I know I'm jumping ahead to probably, you know, what you're going to ask us next, but that is just, it's so important. And I really look forward to continuing to highlight that. Yes. And all I always say our care coordinators, they are the salt of the earth. They are the best people you will ever meet. Like you, Judith feels that I feel it. I know Trisha does like they are the reason we are here. And if you are ever having a bad day, call a care coordinator and just chat with them about what they're doing, what they're up to. And what I love is like, they don't even realize 
how impressive they are. Like they are very humble people. They they are just like they are just doing what they are called to do, and they um they don't realize in my mind like they're miracle workers. But they are just they're just humble people. And I always say they're holding the hands of our Medicaid members as they navigate the healthcare space. And if any of you, I mean, you know, have ever navigated the healthcare space to to Judith's point, it's rare to have somebody to hold your hand through that process. And it's complicated. Um, And it's complicated for all of us. And can you imagine if you have the additional, you know, health influencers that a Medicaid member has? And so I am grateful that we get to support those amazing people who hold the hands of our Medicaid members as they just navigate some of the most challenging times of their lives. And so it is, it is why we wake up every morning and I am excited to continue to uplift them and uplift the work they do in 2023. I think that's a great sort of thing we're looking forward to for sure next year. What about you, Trisha? You've got a big list ahead of you. So what are you most excited about and what can you sort of forecast for our listeners? Definitely. I think, um, What I'm really excited to build out, which is not necessarily a legislative item, but sort of intersects, um, is some of the work that we've been doing with the plans collectively around addressing housing and food insecurity. Uh, I'm hoping that, you know, having all of the plans together, you know, focusing on, you know, either one or a few specific, um, you know, regions in the state, Focusing on the specific areas of housing and food insecurity will have a really big impact on outcomes just because, you know, everybody's kind of working toward the same thing at the same time. Um, And I'm just really excited and I can't wait to see uh, how some of that planning that we've been doing is put into practice. Um, Another thing that I'm looking forward to that's a little bit more in the legislative space is our um, bill that we're going to be working on to create a loan repayment and grant assistance program uh, for social workers and other, you know, related professionals who do care coordination type services um, and specifically geared at those who serve Medicaid members. Uh, Obviously, you know, social workers are very critical to the work that we do, but they're also critical in coordinating care and resources across the entire healthcare and human services system. Um, and so I think, you know, it'll be really wonderful to one, just reward them um, for all of the work that they've done uh, for real people in the state um, who are struggling and also it will be really rewarding to kind of work on it, you know, in the context of all of the healthcare workforce shortages that we're currently experiencing um, and, you know, using this program to help retain and build up the workforce of, of care coordination professionals within the Medicaid program. Absolutely. Oh, so much to look forward to in 23. Judith, I know you already sort of teed up some of it, but do you have anything you want to add? I just think from a communications perspective, just to continue to find the most effective ways to tell the Medicaid story here in Illinois. Um, I think going back to what Trisha highlighted earlier about consumer facing materials, there's just so much um, that the program entails and there's not 
sometimes it's just, it's hard to know how to most effectively tell that, right? Because I think we have such a strong program and we're always working to improve it, of course. Um, But just finding those ways, those little nuggets, right? And those little opportunities to insert, um, you know, little nuggets here and there um, to kind of continue to keep it forefront and in, in people's minds, but then also kind of weave it together to tell the entire story. And it's hard um, because it's such a robust program. Um, but I, you know, that's for me personally in my position, that's the challenge, but then that's also the excitement, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And you do such a good job at it. Well, I'm going to definitely say a cliche, which of course is, and I mean it, I'm, I just continue to look forward to being able to work with you. Both of you ladies are um, just phenomenal. And I don't highlight it enough on this podcast. I know I I talk about you guys all the time and, and thank you so much all of the time. But, you know, for our listeners who maybe don't sort of see the behind the scenes as much, you know, Trisha and Judith are integral parts of our team that allow I'm Hip to be successful and really continue to strengthen the program and and have really taken um, our association in the last, you know, a little over a year that they've both been with us, um, you know, to levels I had really only hoped we would be in five years. So I, I'm looking forward to what we will do you know, at full strength or a full year. And um, I'm excited about our conference for 2023. We already have it booked and we're going to start marketing it in January, but we'll do a little sneak peek. It is September 25th, 26th, and 27th of 2023 um, at the Hyatt Oakbrook. And we are thrilled. We're going to be talking about partnership and what that means for healthcare and how it changes the work that we can do. Because I believe, we believe that in, um, you know, to the core of who we are here at IMIP is that partnership is the answer. And that no individual person, plan, organization, provider is going to be able to transform healthcare in the way that is necessary to better serve Medicaid members alone. You need to partner. And um, so we're going to be talking about what partnership means, what it looks like. And so I am excited about that. Ladies, thank you. I could just chat with you forever and ever, but thank you for all that you do. Thank you for joining me today. And I can't wait for what the new year brings. It's always a pleasure um, to talk with you ladies. And also, um, it's just really a privilege to get to work with you every single day. Uh, thank you again so much, Samantha, for having me on. And of course, uh, happy holidays to you both. And I look forward to the work ahead in 2023. Yeah, thank you so much, Samantha, for leading our team. Oh, It's a great team to lead. And to our listeners, to learn more about what I'm Hip is doing and to listen to other interesting podcasts like this one, we encourage you to visit imhip.org. And don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I'm Samantha Oldsfry. The Sam and Sam says, as always, thanks for joining. And until next time, be well and stay safe.